Aaron, you've just spoke with Bob Westerdale there and uh, I guess uh, all the horrible questions will come, but it was just a, a horrible night. Is it something we can put behind us quickly? Well, we're going to have to when you, you know, when we play a huge league game in Nottingham on Saturday, this is one that, you know, you don't want to have let fester and, you know, uh, I'm disappointed right now. I know the guys are disappointed as well. This is a, a trophy that we set our expectations on and, um, you know, now it's that's one down that we can't win. So that's obviously, you know, disappointing. Um, wasn't a very good hockey game on our end tonight. You know, we, I felt like we made some individual mistakes that we normally don't make and places in the ice where you just can't make them. You know, if you're going to turn a puck over below their goal line, that's one thing. But if we're doing it last man at, at our own blue, that makes that makes the game pretty difficult. Um, you know, I thought we, we left Rock hung out to dry um, tonight as well, which was disappointing. You know, third period, we were a better hockey team than we were in the first two, but Cardiff was a little bit on cruise control there, just managing the game as well. So um, for us right now, again, you know, there's some disappointed people, obviously, um, and we've got, we've got to figure out how to turn it around and turn it around quickly. We put ourselves in, in a really good spot for the last six months. We played some really good hockey. Um, we've got a good group of guys, some high-character guys in that room, and, you know, that was just a matter of us, you know, breaking this little mini slump we're on right now and getting back after it. Sport's a crazy thing, isn't it? It doesn't look like the same team from Sunday night to tonight, and you've got to hope that come Saturday and Sunday this weekend, the other team reappears. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, that's on that's on us. You know, that's on me and my staff to get them up, and it's on for them to also find that engagement level that we need out of them every night. Do you just throw the video away tonight and try and put this one behind us, or do you actually study it and, yeah. and bring it to their attention? That's a tough one. Um, you know, there's... There's probably a good chance we'll do some game review on, on tonight and, and have a meeting, obviously, before the pre-scout on Saturday. Um, but we'll, we'll, we'll see on that tomorrow. OK, I've heard you just speak to Bob about Marco. Is there any news you can update fans on? No, he's, I mean, he's out this weekend, so... OK, we'll leave you to it. We're, uh, we're in actually the room. I think Pete Spencer's going to come in here. He's Pete now to carry uh, on the conversations with Aaron. Bob's first, we got him second. Uh, Jonathan's here and uh, heard, old, heard Aaron Fox speak there. Um, I mean, why'd you ask the bloke? Because it's, you, you just know it's a horrible night. I've, I've asked many Steelers coaches those questions after a, after a horrible night, and it's not a great deal, they can almost say, is it? No, it's, it was rubbish. It, it really was. There are, there are no real redeeming features. You know, you try and see the positives in things, and there are plenty of positives from this Steelers team and from this Steelers season, but in a very big game, the team hasn't turned up. And there are some really big league games coming up, and there'll be some big playoff games coming up as well. And you think, well, you know, performances like this exist within the team, and uh, you hope they're not going to come out again and, uh, and hurt us. These turnovers sort of reminded us of... Reminded me of the games we were losing back in October, the home yeah. game against Guildford and Coventry, when you know we weren't we were beating ourselves with turnovers, and did it again tonight. It was Seals haven't been doing that for the last couple of months. Should we get an independent view on the podcast? Seth Bennett, who was commentating, good work at the old Olympics, old boy. We'll come to you in a second. Caitlin's here as well as uh, we never heard of the uh, Cardiff people. Caitlin, what did they have to say <laughs> post game? Well, they must have just been ecstatic, I guess. They were very, very happy. They basically went, "Yeah, we just did all the little things right," and then. It- 
apparently yeah. five goals went in. Apparently. Yeah, you were down here on the you were down here on the bench. I would imagine it was like a morgue down here on one side and a and a happy party on the other. It was very different. I was on the Cardiff bench for the second period, so three goals went in. It was chaos, and then I was behind this bench on the third, and yeah, there was not a lot going on in the show. Well, that'll teach so. you next time. Go to Belfast and see the proper <laughs> game. Oh, Seth, what did you make of that one? It wasn't good from our point of view. I wouldn't agree. Not an easy game to commentate on because he kind of lost the intensity early on. Yeah. Do, do you remember Bracknell? Yeah, I remember Bracknell. <laughs> that was I, a lot more fun. <laughs> I, text, I actually text Paul Thompson uh, at 5 0 saying, You remember that 99 Sheffield? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And six, uh, years six, six years ago today. Oh, crying. I'll have to make sure you don't schedule a fixture next year. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. How, how did you see the whole game as a. I think Cardiff executed absolutely amazingly well, didn't they? They, they? they had a third guy play high just inside the blue line all day long. You look at the goals, Sheffield can only blame themselves. You know, Jono has a shot, goes wide, two on O the other way, goal. Dane Todd skates all the way down the, the ice. He can't get in because they've got five across. Turns it over at the blue line, they're mid-change. He's just got to chip it in the corner. They're mid-change, long-change second period, turns back the other way, goal. You look at the number of saves that either of the goalies had to make for Sheffield. Well, I think that was the difference tonight from Sunday night, that Carruth made great saves on Sunday. I don't think he made great saves tonight. No, the Steelers' shot count was half of what it was on, on Sunday. Is and it 16 through two periods, something like that? Yes, pretty much. I mean, the Devils had one shot in the third, but that was all they needed, and that was on the power play. They just managed the game well. The Devils took the chances in a way that the Steelers didn't on Sunday. Yeah. Clinical. They were, they're absolutely clinical. And you know what? Credit to Jared Scalding. He came yeah. with a great game plan and the players executed it out there on the ice. For Sheffield, the big thing for me, this Sheffield team plays with speed. When it does that, it's really, really good. They, no, I was thinking through. I think it was the third period, really, where we saw Dane Todd break the line and get beyond. You didn't see Dowdy skating with a lot of speed, really, today. You didn't see Eberle get around the back hardly at all. So. At that point, you're going, well, why is that? Because these aren't players that are taking a night off. Well, the reason is what was put in front of them made it very, very difficult to do that. So, you know, you shrug your shoulders and go, hey, credit card. If Sheffield going to kick themselves and, and maybe look back. However, OK, and I, I like to be positive, don't I now? Please. Well, look, if it's going to come down... If you want four wheels on your car when you get to it in the <laughs> car park, you better be, yeah? Um, <laughs> no, but in, in reality, look... The two big title rivals right now for Sheffield are now going to have to go absolutely at it in Belfast and they're going to be on some level geared up to go and, and feature in that game and that has to take precedence over everything else that they're doing within the league campaign mentally and all the rest of it as you get into that little 10 mm -hmm. day step spell so from a Sheffield perspective is it the end of the world not to be in the Challenge Cup final it's disappointing it's more the way they went out, wasn't it? I yeah. think that was the, the thing that they went out with a bit of a whimper rather than giving the ball a good kick. Yeah, if you flip the two games around from Sunday, you can come away from Sunday feeling, well, you know, we gave it a really good go and, and played a decent game and, you know, a couple of minutes away from winning it just wasn't the Steelers' day. Today, the Steelers looked a little bit inferior and there have been enough games against the Devils this season to know that that's not the case. Talk to us about the Olympics. It was a great experience. Your voice must have been horse, man. Horse! <laughs> 43 games. It was ridiculous. I, you know, 43 games, thoroughly enjoyed it. It was different being in, obviously being in Salford rather than being away because you, you're getting up at three o'clock each morning and a, a few of those first games, if you listen back to the first goals of those first games, yeah. may have been a little croaky. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it, 
you get a chance to, to work on Olympic Games is, is mm. what I always dreamt about uh, the opportunity to do that and Ken Simpson got to meet Claire Balding you know what? Let me let me tell you a little. Oh, I love Claire Balding. Tell me the Claire Balding so, story. Claire Balding, I've not seen in probably four years, right? So the first day we're there, Kent and I, we go and we walk through the third floor and we look up at the at the desk. I'm one row now. Let's be right. Who am I in the grand scheme of things in Claire Balding's life? Somebody that she saw four years ago. I don't think I've seen her in between. First thing she says, "Hey, Seth, how are your two boys? Are they still playing hockey?" That's cool. I you just think. You know she's what? She's pretty cool, isn't she, that, she? You know what? She was, and every day she had something to say, and you know she she was absolutely brilliant. And you know what? But she's she's brilliant because she could do, I don't know, she could do the religious show on a Sunday morning. She could do the politics show on a Tuesday afternoon, and then she could do match of the day, couldn't she? She's kind of got that. She's naturally makes you believe that she's completely in control of what she's doing. And there are some sports presenters that you watch on TV, and you think. You've been told to say that. I don't think you know that. You watch Claire Balding do the rugby league. Now, I think she does know all about Castleford's backline. I believe that she knows about it. It comes across as just a genuinely fantastic sports fan and just wonderful on camera. You know, and Hazel brilliant as well. Yeah. You know, just remembering little things. I remember conversations you've had like eight years ago in Sochi about Alina Muller, the 15-year-old kid. That, Swedish, uh, that, that Swiss girl, should I say. That, you know, Alina Muller, how's she getting on? You like go, wow, wow, you know, good. But it was good. It's not like sitting there commentating with you. I'll, I'll be honest. Of course it's not. It's uh, natural. <laughs> but but it, it was a lot could, of fun. Could Ken Simpson hold an hour and a half together in Bratnell with a hole in the ice? Uh, well, I, I'll let other people decide okay. that. Just, okay. just one final thing on the Olympics, Seth. Without the NHL players there, how do you think the GB team would have stacked up against the rosters that were there? Because it's sort of similar to the World Championships. There's some of the better players there from some teams, but, but not from others. Is that a tournament that if GB got into without the NHL players, they could win a game or two, maybe? Seth's face says no. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I, what I would say, the games were played at NHL pace without NHL precision and skill. So that's the difference. You know, you looked at that finish side, there was about 1,800 NHL games amongst the guys that were there. And there were guys that were playing two years ago. There were guys that were playing on some of the other teams that were playing last season. You know, so the standard, you think about Latvia, Latvia basically got hammered every, every single game that they played in. And GB struggled with Latvia. You know, it's what would change the sport fundamentally in the UK if it ever happened GB getting there is it going to happen in my lifetime no no it's not Seth um, quick final question Caitlin coming on this one as well who wins the Challenge Cup final the Belfast Giants or the Cardiff Devils uh, home advantage Belfast Giants realistically Belfast my heart says Cardiff Cardiff I hope Cardiff I don't want Belfast to win it I don't like Cardiff but I really don't like Belfast but I'm just happy tonight driving home but Nottingham never made it too. So, you know what? There is always a glimmer at the end of the tunnel, isn't there? Should we go and see what Bob West I think we is? probably should. We yeah. should, yeah. Okay, we walk in. Seth Bennett, Caitlin, thank you very much indeed. Good, Good to see you again, Seth. Let's walk back into the media room. Uh, Kieran's up to his uh, 
Necking it during the match report. All social media has gone off. Hayley and Dean are still here because we've got to write the programme tonight before we uh, go. Bob, can I just get a quick word? Two minutes, mate. No, no, we haven't got two minutes. Just a quick word. You think I've got two minutes? (laughs) Yes, I think you have, yeah. Uh, Thoroughly deserved victory by a much the better team. I don't know how much more you can say than that. Their goalie didn't have to be as good as he was the other night because they didn't put him under enough pressure. Uh, I'm struggling to think of anybody who did the job tonight. Five horrendous mistakes, called goals. They got what they deserved. Nothing. Okay, I think that pretty much sums up what everybody said. Dean, what was it like on the bench? Not, I would imagine a, a pretty quiet and solemn affair. Yeah, I mean, I was only on there for the third period today, but um, I mean, there was a little bit of kind of get up and go throughout the period. The boys obviously didn't want to stop and slow down and take the foot off the gas, but very flat compared to other days. I think uh, the defeat was being felt hard on there. Tough. Okay, well, I think, does that sum it up, Jonathan? I think we kind of hope we have a better podcast on Sunday against Coventry. The great thing about this sport is in three days' time we get to do it again. I think a pair of wins this weekend, whatever performance goes along with them, and you'll see smiles on faces again, because, yes, this is a disappointing night, but think back to to 2016 and the Steelers lose 8-0 and then lose the following night. You know, it doesn't get much worse than getting knocked out of the cup on back-to-back shutouts by the Panthers. Um, But that team recovered and went on to win a league championship. There's no reason this team can't win a league championship. We know how good they can be. I think the loss of Valorant, he's only one player, but just the confidence that I think his goal scoring brings to the team. We've got a few players who just, I don't think, believe they're going to score when they've got the puck in front of goal right now. And it'll just take a, a couple of goals to get them going and... You know, if we can spark Lattel and Dowd and Armstrong back into life, it'll uh, it'll soon be a very different feeling because it's low tonight. It's very, very low. But, uh, you know, the building will be bouncing if, uh, you know, we're uh, three or four up on Coventry come Sunday, Sunday evening. A great stat to leave you with then. Tonight, how many years ago? Six years ago, 2016. Six years ago tonight, 2016, Steelers lost in North Sheffield. Many of you would have been there 8-0. We felt like that then. We went on to win the league title that year. From Jonathan Fernley and myself, our Steelers podcast is out. Do you want to just say what the social media is saying, Kieran? Just gutted. We've just seemed to have kept in all games and won them at the end, but we were just out of it too early, really, and... uh... Yeah, it's uh, not a nice place to be on social media. I trust with our fans that we've got a little bit of credit in the bank with them and they don't kind of turn overnight. I know some of them on Twitter will be, you know, they're, they're fickle uh, fickle woes. I mean, they're, you know, if they've paid their money tonight, they're well within their rights to, to have a whinge and a moan. Yeah. They've paid the money and they've, they've not got the performance they expected, but that hasn't been the case many times this season. We were going to wrap up, but we've had Caitlin and Seth on. Chris Ellis, who presented the Premier Sports Show, you went to the wrong building tonight, didn't you? <laughs> I did, did I just watch the Sheffield Steelers? Yeah, That's yeah. not the Sheffield Steelers. It's just to give you a full sense of security on Saturday <laughs> when we're uh, <laughs> Nottingham will be watching oh, that video. I, I mean, it... It's horrible, isn't it? It, it was, it, and it, but it happens, doesn't it? Yeah. I think I saw your tweet, and you're right, that's sport. That's what happened. But, but for as, as bad as Sheffield... And I thought the Steelers did OK in the first 10 minutes and, and, and looked... I mean, I'm trying to find some positives for you. You know, they were OK, but... The thing that got for me was... 
I've watched Sheffield a lot this season. No, I mean, obviously, you guys have watched them way more, but never seen so many errors, the individual errors. Was, was that nerves? Was it tiredness? Is, Is it, it overplaying sometimes when you're trying to do too much? It, you, it know, can be, you know, the, the, the players that I thought would, would come to the fore didn't. But you've got to credit Cardiff because from, from back to front, they were outstanding. I mean, I mean, was it a similar game to the 5-0 here earlier in the season? Was it, it nothing similar. No? And, and in fairness, they must have learned something from Sunday because that game was as far away detached from Sunday's game as possible. Cardiff put the Steelers under a lot more pressure um, when the Steelers were in possession in the offensive zone. We saw it most on the power play in the first period. Steelers had two players down low behind the goal line and normally the defence will, will stay in their box. They'll just keep a close eye and try and block out any passing lanes. No, they sent the two defencemen right on top of the Steelers forwards and forced a turnover and cleared it away. And you thought, well, that's a high-risk strategy. If the Steelers can move the puck quickly, there's going to be a chance out front. But the Devils were too quick for the Steelers today. And not many teams are too quick for the Steelers. And we didn't quite adapt to that on um, you know, the other ventures into the offensive zone. They were on us quickly and they won more board battles. The Steelers were great along the boards on Sunday. Devils just upped it a little bit tonight and the Steelers um, didn't have anywhere else to go. Cardiff, Belfast, Belfast, Cardiff, what do you reckon? Final? That's a tough one, isn't it? Who do you want to win? Oh, I don't care. You know, well, I think. You know absolutely. I, I, just, I be, think be, I'd rather Cardiff than Belfast, <laughs> to be honest. But, I, mean, yeah. I mean, you know, what, last time we were there for Premier Sports, there was a bit of controversy. Belfast won by one goal to nil, didn't they? There was a late goal ruled out. But they're two, I mean, there's three very good sides here, aren't there? Belfast, Cardiff, and uh, Sheffield. The other teams are a bit behind. So who's going to win? Belfast on home ice, they've been really good this season. So I think Belfast have the, the advantage. Um, you know, I can't say. Two great head coaches, one I've worked with for a long time in Adam Keefe, you know, GB Connections. Gerald Scoldy seems a great, great person. Really got that Cardiff side going. But, you know, where... You know, I said to, I mean, I get things wrong all the time. I said tonight, this one's going to overtime. How wrong was I? Yeah. So, so yeah. Well, I guess the only, oh, Bob wants to come in with a quick point. Bob, has it? Our friends at Nottingham are going to absolutely get it on Saturday night. It's going to be like Ukraine by the time. <laughs> but Nottingham have just slightly turned a corner, haven't they? You know, the, the, not, not far enough, mate. You're going to get it. Big style. But yeah, I mean, I don't know whether you've talked about it already, but it's interesting, isn't it, to see now how how Steelers can respond because you guys are out in front in the league title race. Because actually, and so, this, so. this is the game where we beat Manchester. However, we're losing Glasgow. You know, we, we, we haven't had a, the greatest of runs by comparison. So it'll be interesting to see how they come back because right now we are missing that Valorant input. I think... I keep saying Connolly would have been big tonight. You know, this is a game for Connolly. Connolly isn't it? But I always keep saying, and everybody keeps looking at me like I've got two heads. De Luca, he's a man who can just turn mm. on something, and and I think I think his loss has been a little bit. We haven't kind of. I know he gave you goals up at the other end, but he was a man who, in a very tight situation, could weave a little bit of magic as well. And you know, I, I think we missed De Luca a little bit more than some people give us credit at the moment. I think Nottingham's a, a harder matchup than we might think on, on oh, Saturday because look at Nottingham what they've done recently they've got a new defenceman in and Carl looks like he's had a good run of form when teams play I'd say defensively but we've seen teams come to the arena and the Steelers been able to scrape through 2-1 3-2 in overtime 3-2 tight games we're not scoring enough goals at the moment to, against you know the, the very best teams to you know to overcome um, you know a good defence and I just worry that 
you know, if Carr has a good game, which he's had recently, mm-hmm. the Steelers might not be able to score enough to, to win the game. I could see the Steelers losing a, a tight one, a 2-1, a 3-2, because you know, where are the goals coming from right now? I think, well, there's plenty of goal scorers out there, but they're all out of form at the moment. Very much. That's a good point, that, because we don't really know how good Belfast are, do we? Because we haven't seen them. I know, you know what they're doing statistically, but we're not, we're not, we are struggling against... We might well struggle against them as well. Is it basically the nightmare scenario you're suggesting, huh? Well, I think also in the goal scoring, but Big John hasn't scored since before Christmas. Daddy's got one in, what, 10, 11, something like that. Um, and I think that, that whether it's the, the burden of trying to chase down the record and beat Leguiz's record or not, I don't know. But there is, a, there is a, you know, you think of Steelers free scoring. Do you remember that old saying, we score in bunches? We only wish we scored in bunches at the moment. It's, uh, look at you. I'm looking at you. At least you, the mob. And the, only, <laughs> the only saving grace is that your mob aren't in the final because that would have been a that would have been a nightmare. I don't know anything for... about the game. I mean, they they kept it. You close. lost. Yeah, well, you yeah, lost. Yeah, 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 you know, You're the same yeah. as us, actually. You <laughs> lost. Yeah. Yeah, it you doesn't matter about the, the, yeah. the scoreboard. Oh, but... You <laughs> know, <Goodnight>, Bob. <laughs> I've missed you, Bob. Um, but yeah, I mean, going back to that point, you know, Sheffield now, I guess, have to have to refocus because Sheffield have been the consistent team. And, you know, is there a worry for the Steelers on a night that was big? You know, come on, you always take the mick out of me and say, Sheffield turn up when it matters, Nottingham don't, things like that. Yeah. You know, is, is that a worry that, that, you know, so those games down the stretch against I think, I think I think Saturday is a big game in more ways than one from the result point of view, it's huge, but also to see what response and Nottingham will smell blood I think I think you mentioned that they'll think hang on a minute they've just been helping 5-0 you know we, Nottingham have improved in recent weeks they've had some good results they beat Cardiff didn't they, they they've come up twice short against by against the uh, Giants but only by a goal so so you know they are sli- it's been a bad year for, for Nottingham you know everyone knows that but they have slightly seen a, a, a corner turned just in the last couple of weeks ok that's uh, Chris Ellis Jonathan see you Sunday hopefully it's a better night It can't be much worse.